Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet. It's all brought to you by BetMGM. I want to tell you guys, BetMGM has a swing for the fences uh, that you guys should check out. Log into BetMGM Sportsbook app on the iPhone or an Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from now until September 7th. Play as the batter and pick an area out of the strike zone. Um, and depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you will receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Prizes include profit boost and potential bonus bets. They can be played once a day. Prize must be used on MLB. It expires in 24 hours. Also, all our football fans, we're calling all football fans, are you ready to take your NFL experience to the next level? Introducing the must-have tool for the 2023-2024 season, the BetQL NFL Betting Preview and Locker World of Sportsbooks. It offers that will have you playing smarter, not harder, with over 10,000 in-depth game-by-game simulations at your fingertips. You'll be equipped with unparalleled insights to make informed bets. Whether you're a seasoned better or just getting started, this guide is your ticket to maximizing success in the world of the NFL betting. Don't miss out. Grab your copy now when you go for a premium subscription and get ready to conquer the odds. Download the BetQL app and visit BetQL.com today. Man, I sound like a professional, I think, outside of some of those stumbles. But, Ken, <laughs> you... <laughs> anyway. You, you, anyway, as I, you got a, a great story, so uh, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, well, we were talking in the last segment to close about... <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, it's, now it's going to be two stories. Because you were saying in the last... Uh, going to the last break... When you get a piece of information and it's and it seems really valuable, how do you decide how much to act on it or whether to act on it? And the, and you were telling the story about how you found out that Tom Brady was going mm-hmm. back to the Bucks um, last year, and you you know you were able to. And that get was that a very good source. To, and that and that was and that was like the ten out of ten source almost, short of Tom calling yeah. you and saying, "Jeremy Khan, Tom Brady, how's it going, buddy?" Uh, Lance Wilson just want to give you a heads up. So like short of that, that was a really good source. And so I think when you get that kind of information from that source, not that it has to be right, but you can obviously more confidently bet it. This comes up with the NFL draft all the time on this show where there's like mock drafts and everyone's saying stuff, but like, all right, like who actually knows or do people actually know? And then like, what do we want to do based on kind of what Nick hears, especially, or what I hear from some people. And, uh, and, and so we talked going into that last segment. Okay. That was an example of you getting something and then working from an unimpeachable source. And I said, going to break, well, like I had one worked out, you know, usually when I get information, if it's like, you know, Joe 69 on Twitter, like, hey, man, heard Max Scherzer, his arm fell off. And so I'd be like, all right, well, thanks, man. Like, we'll check that out. Uh, appreciate it. And, you know, probably going to want to like confirm anything before I just run to the sports book to bet that information and got a, a message from somebody. Uh, was it last? It was last summer because we were talking about this player uh, before we came on the air today. Got a message from somebody and said, "Hey, uh, you know, you bet the uh, you bet the baseball draft." I no, I couldn't tell you less fewer things about it. Like, did they have a draft? Great. And he was like, uh, "Just want to let you know." And I won't kind of tell the whole story about how he knew, but basically, like, wrote this paragraph explaining how he felt like he had a really, really, really good idea based on sourcing, like this wasn't just his guess about what would happen, like knew somebody and it was like really good that Jackson Holiday was going to be the number one pick in the baseball draft last summer. And Jake and Tyler will remember this because I was like at a cookout, I think. And I'm like trying to like figure out if this is, I text several people who like not would know this stuff, but who would also get stuff like this. And I was like, have you heard anything like this? And the response (laughs) back was basically like, no, but also I haven't, the response back from most people was like, 
they were basically too important to care. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, I haven't heard anything. Also, it's the baseball draft. I have no idea. And the guy texted one guy who had a bunch of accounts and he was like, uh, looks like some of the accounts bet a another player who had become the favorite, who had taken a lot of money and they had really good prices on that player. So they kind of like, did, you know, they had closing line value on a bet, but like that was that position. Didn't get it from anybody else. But I read the paragraph again and I was like, this isn't going to cost me very much to be wrong. But the prices on Jackson Holiday, people, I mean, nobody will remember this except people who bet it, because uh, why would you? The number one pick market, Jackson Holiday was like 12 to 1 the day of the draft to go number one. And it was a bizarre experience where, so I bet it for like a couple hundred bucks, messaged somebody else who bet it, and we like split it because he had a better price somewhere. And I was like, you know, I'm good. Like, this will just be fun. Like, I don't know if this is right. But I reread the paragraph and I was like, man, this is like really specific. This isn't just like, hey, like my buddy says or something. And I was like, yeah. okay, sure. The guy's like longtime listener of the show, whatever. It's like, all right, cool. Texted Jake, texted Tyler like, hey, just so you know, like, do you know anything about this? Also, I got this. Like, what would you do with this? And uh, and so we all bet it. And I remember there was this moment, um, maybe an hour before the draft, and Jake, tech, I'm Jake, I'm almost positive this was you because I was at a cookout and it was, I forgot the draft was even like going to happen. And you texted me that like Keith Law had done his updated mock, the final one. And for the first time that offseason had Jackson Holiday going first, which is like a really dead giveaway that like he didn't think it. Then someone was like, no, they're going to take Jackson Holiday. And he was like, I have him number one. Like, I got it, you know, like me. And because it was the last one, it's like the one that he's going to be evaluated against, right? Or the one that is trying to show how much he knows about what's going to happen. And so Jake sent me that mock and was like, uh, he's number one now in this mock and he's never been number one before. And I was like, huh. And then I go into... I don't know, like news and information better mode, right? Which is now I'm like, okay, now I got this. Now the mock says this. It's an hour to the draft. I'm trying to slam this now. Like I, now it's like, okay, like you kind of put all, you put all the puzzle pieces on the board and you go, what is happening right now? And you go, I kind of think something's happening right now. Not that I'm going to bet all my money, but like, I think this requires a little more betting because the prices as Jake writes in the chat, he was nine to one when that mock came out. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now I'm like, you know, honey, I'll be right back. Sorry, everybody. Like I got to go inside for a couple of minutes and, uh, and bet more, which we did. And, uh, and just, you know, look, I could tell stories about times we did this and it didn't work or when, uh, in the NFL draft last year, I think we felt really confident Jalen Carter was going fifth to the Seahawks and he didn't. So like, these would be things yeah. where information was bad happens sometimes. The goal obviously is, Hey, keep the risk down and the reward up so that you can be wrong a bunch. And when you're right, it pays big. And this was a situation where it paid big and it started because of an anonymous DM from somebody who listens to the show and, uh, and it was going to be a small bet. And then once you kind of had the mock and like, I had a little bit of extra info from somebody, it was just, you try to kind of put everything together in your head. And sometimes you make the bad call. Sometimes you make a bad bet. Sometimes you, you, or maybe not a bad bet, but sometimes you make something, uh, that just, that, that just doesn't actually happen that way. Things don't have to play out in a certain way. This was one that did. And, uh, that, See, I guess a long way to answer your question about how do you value information that comes in? Yeah, and, and to you, to your point, like I'm on the air when all this stuff is going on, and for people that don't realize, I mean, the Orioles had the number one pick when they got Jackson Holiday. The same thing was going on with Adley Rutschman because we didn't know if it was going to be Bobby Witt or Rutschman. Um, but the Jackson Holiday one was weird because, 
Like, it's an amateur draft. There's a lot of high schoolers, and people don't know exactly who's going where. Some teams will draft for slot value. Some people don't want to deal with certain agents when you're drafting uh, high school baseball. Like, all of that stuff is really ridiculous when it comes down to it. So with the Jackson Holiday stuff, everybody thought the Orioles were taking Drew Jones. Drew Jones was the guy that we were all talking about. We want Drew Jones. We've seen Andrew Jones play. Well, this is Matt Holiday's kid. Yeah, but I want Drew Jones. I've heard that name before. So this whole big narrative happened in Baltimore where we all thought Drew Jones was coming here. And it turns out, like, I still feel like they made the right pick. Um, but even when they well, got Adley, they got Gunner. Yeah, well, especially right. now. But, but you know, when you, when you hear stuff like that, that is something where if somebody does have some sort of inside information, it, it, it could be extremely valuable and believable with an amateur draft if you know someone that knows someone and all this nonsense. But um, right. it's I, pretty cool. I would just compare yeah. that. I would compare that real quick and whatever, whatever. I think this stuff's interesting. And we'll do, we'll, we'll do NFL after whale too. Maybe we could start it here too, but, uh, but you got me down this rabbit hole. So, so like that would be <laughs> the Jackson holiday thing would be an example of like something that's like, okay, like I'll just do this for fun. Cause there's like the draft is going on and like, it could be right. And you just, you make your best guess. And like, here's whatever, a, a really small amount of money for whoever is betting. And Hey, if it turns out to, right, great. If it's not funny story, sweat whatever and turn from that into something really significant over the course of a day some just just to compare that to like when you get a good piece of information from someone you trust so you told that brady story i had someone uh in the 2020 bubble playoffs i think or the 21 oh man what so one of the two years the clippers played in a play-in game and uh and this person listens to the show too and so they'll probably know it was them the uh the the Clippers played in a playing game, uh, and I had a friend of mine DM me and say, "Paul George has COVID; he's not playing tonight." And wow. uh, and and like, source trust implicitly someone I've known for a really long time, and uh, so that there's a situation where like that's like you know torpedoes full speed ahead like that's just really like and you're, and because and the the reason that's the case too in that market especially is. That information's gonna get out. When it does, the price is gonna change. And then like all I'm thinking in that spot is, man, can I get like a big, big, big middle on this game? Like a four-point middle would be unbelievable on this play-in game. Because yeah. I don't have a clue who's gonna win. I don't have a strong opinion at all. I don't even know a lot about the game, but I know that that price on the market's not right. And it's gonna move a lot because a star player, especially somebody like him, is at least worth a couple points, probably more, especially in a playoff game where he's gonna play fifty-seven minutes of a forty-eight minute game. <laughs> and uh and so yeah, that was a case it's like trust the trust the person, have known him forever, gets great info, get that note. I mean, that's like you're moving in seconds. You're just going. Like, what what do I have open? What do I have around me? Right now, what order do I wanna do it in? And uh and then do I wanna like reach out to other people, expand the network to get more? Um so that would be an example of like Jackson Holiday versus that, two totally yeah. different experiences. And, and both of them having an impact. And, uh, you know, again, it's a matter of what you trust. We, we get bad info all the time, too. I thought you made a great point about the NFL draft, which makes it – that does make it a little bit difficult. And I know some markets or some uh, books will limit how much you can bet on certain things um, if, you, if you're able to have inside information. You know, there are outcomes that are known ahead of time that people could be privy to. So I, I, think, I think all that – you take the information, some of it you throw out, some of it you use it, um, depending on what you're betting on and what you're going with. But we are going to get into week one lines. Um, I think we're, we're going to do that next – or we're going to get to Whale Capper next, um, have a chance to talk with him about everything that's going on uh, around the scenes. But uh, we will get the week one lines right, and then we're going to get into some of the other markets, Ken. Do you have a favorite week as... one line? 
Have you bet? Have you bet a week uh, one game yet? Out of curiosity, you can I, have bets you like, I but have you haven't not. made yet. Yeah, I have not. The one that I was interested in betting, and I'll tell you this briefly, was the Packers against the Bears. And I know we had talked sure. about that on this show. It's a popular one. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's one that I looked at initially. There are a couple other ones that interest me. Uh, Atlanta. There, there's a handful of them, so we, we can talk about it. But yeah, you, I oh, guess you like Atlanta? Well, to... that's a new one. Yeah, you get Atlanta. Atlanta so, might well, even land three. You'll lay three against Carolina. You're good with that. I think so. I, well, we could, we'll break it down. I'll tell you what I like about Atlanta. <laughs> I think so. so well, right. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley, we're here with you. It's You Better You Bet brought to you by BetMGM.